You know, since uh, that's some jazzy music. Since you, we last left the podcast, um, I was head to Mark Norman last Friday night. No, I didn't get to go. Yeah, and you should have. You really should have. I know. The only problem was going down there. There was a fire on ninety three. Which is, if you know Arizona, you have interstate, and there's a 93 that goes down to Phoenix. Right. Well, there was a fire on 93. And Where the 40 connects it? Yeah. Okay. So they shut it down from Kingman all the way to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to get halfway down and have to turn around. Are so, you that's sure they didn't do it because they're like, um, we don't need any Kingman visitors this yeah, well, I guess if they wanted to do it to intentionally fuck me, then... I'm just kidding. So I had to go all the way through Prescott and down. And then I was concerned in Prescott because there's a big fire there and there's a big fire up in Flagstaff. Like, yeah, how do I get to Phoenix? Now? Like, um, the one in Prescott, you drive by the airport and you can see plane after plane taking off, you know, to drop... Whatever chemicals they drop oh, on the, the fire. Yeah, the, yeah, the firefighter. So above my going, I don't see a fire. You know, I'm like, I heard it was big, but how come you can't see it? And as you leave Prescott and you turn on to get onto Interstate 17, which goes from Flagstaff down to Phoenix, I looked in my rearview mirror and the entire mountain was on fire. I mean, like the entire back window of my car. Like was it was glowing? Well, it was just smoke. It, oh. it, it wasn't glowing because it was... It was at, uh, during the day. Oh, uh, towards, okay. Towards twilight, not towards sunset. Oh, that's right. You probably would have gone, gotten yeah. out of work and on the road, like, before it was dark. Yeah, so here's okay. here's the funny, not funny part of it. You know, so, um, had date, and we go to see uh, Mark Normand, who was hilarious. He absolutely mm-hmm. crushes it. Um, he's one of our new favorite comedians. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's, I don't know. Uh, he might he might have been around for a while, but new to us. He, well, I've known I mean, about him for years from new, like okay, from, from Opie and Anthony and I change it new to Snow. Yeah, new to you. <laughs> but he's only gotten more popular over the last five years because Amy Schumer discovered him, took him out on tour, and she produced oh, it, his okay. first Comedy Central special. So Amy Schumer broke him. So it was my first time getting to see him, and he crushed it. He killed it, and I met him afterwards. And what do I do? I promote someone else's podcast, not my own. You're a dick. <laughs> yeah, no, what? I had the I had me? the opportunity. How could you hurt me like that? <laughs> well, you should have gone. Number one, and then I, I might have thought about like, it. Real and in the background. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so Mark was was cool. I got a picture with him, and I posted to Instagram, and uh, I did tag him in it, and I did say, "Hey, kind of a dick move on my part to uh, to meet you and not promote my podcast instead of uh, you know instead of promoting Opie's podcast." Because I said, "Hey, if you should do Opie's podcast," and he's like, "Going again," and he's just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, cool, cool," because he acknowledged that. Oh wow, you've been listening for a while, you know. At least he didn't promote Joe Rogan's podcast. And then, and then he t- he turned around and goes, "Oh, so you're the one listener?" And I'm like, "Well, you haven't heard our podcast. <laughs> we have half. Yeah, Phoebe yeah, has one. <laughs> How many do we have?" And uh, it's funny you said Joe Rogan because he's he's on Joe Rogan's podcast all the time, too. 
Yeah, so he, so we didn't need to promote. I was right. We didn't need to promote that. And, 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 and I wanted to ask him. No offense, Joe Rogan. Well, I asked him on Instagram, but he hasn't replied to me who his opening act was. And it was this guy from Texas who was absolutely hilarious. And he spent like a good 10 minutes doing Greg Abbott jokes. Which I would have loved because right. I can't stand Greg Abbott. But I don't know why anyone in Texas could stand him. But you can see why like the crowd in Phoenix didn't necessarily find that humorous. Well, well, Phoenix is moving, you know. It, right. Okay, Tucson, I, out of our big cities in Arizona, because I'm a native Arizonan, like Tucson is our most liberal area, but... Like Phoenix actually is moving more towards that way. It is our biggest city, right? Oh, and um, but um, my theory too might be that a lot of people don't even know like um, a lot of prominent names in politics. So maybe they just don't know the name Greg Abbott. Maybe they don't know. Who uh, that no, is. They knew who he was because they were. He was getting a few booze. Oh, he got booed a little okay. bit, a little bit. Um, speaking of also of comedians, um, our favorite comic who was actually from Massachusetts but now resides in Arizona, Doug Stanhope. Mm. Um, there's a big fire in Bisbee. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, just no. right outside. No, Bisbee is like my. Most favorite town in Arizona. It used to be Jerome. Jerome's number two, but Jerome got like taken over by the artists, so it's gotten a lot more cleaned up and not so hippie anymore. So it's like yeah. a lot more ritzier. That's the only reason why I stick with Bisbee because Bisbee's got like the cool, the hippie souls who aren't super fancy. <laughs> I've never even been to Bisbee. Oh, it is awesome. I didn't. I actually didn't go until like a few years ago because Jerome was always my favorite place. Like, I mean, where would a person like me? I know. I, I, <laughs> gravitate I, to in a state like Arizona. I just want to show up at Stanhope house and be like, "Hey, dude, that's fucking party." Actually, you know, like, so his girlfriend Bingo, you can rent her place on Airbnb. Like she, so she had her own private place where she could do her um, artwork and whatnot. I think she paints and whatnot. She's really nice. Like I, I talked to her a little bit when I went to one of the Doug Sandhope shows in Vegas. But um, you can rent her place. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. And it's really reasonably priced. That's cool. For like Airbnb, you would think like since she's got somewhat of a. Yeah. She's cute. She goes. She always goes to Sam Hope show, and she's like wearing a different costume each time. One time she was dressed as a Vegas showgirl, and then the other time she was dressed as like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> and she, like she likes to dress in costume, which I am a fan of because I love Halloween. <laughs> so uh, we get out with Mark, and I, I had a date, and I think I mentioned this on the, on the last episode. That did not really go good after that because after Mark, we took an Uber back to her place and she was always pre gaming before I showed up. Well, it's a good thing you guys took Uber then, drinking responsibly. Right. And, but we get back to her place and, um, she had teenagers and she had to bring one of the teenagers home 
So she gets up and leaves. It's gone for a long time. Now, here I am in her house. You know, I'm a total stranger. I don't know where. We barely, we didn't even really have a chance to talk because you go to a comedy show, you can't talk at a comedy show, right? I mean, she kind of did a little bit. She was kind of talking to me. Doing, I'm like, shh, don't fuck Mark. We're fucking right on us. hear the jokes, lady. Yeah. <laughs> did you go through her underwear drawer while she no, was No, no. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just. I, I Medicine cabinet? I just went to the couch. See what maybe she might be taking? I went to the couch. I waited up for a while because I was like, oh, hey, we'll hang out, you know, have a drink and maybe we can actually talk some. And no, she never came back. And I wake up at like four in the morning and there's a, and she, uh, she had texted me that she'd snuck, snuck in the back way and she was sleeping in her daughter's room. Okay. So I was just like, ah, oh, okay, whatever. And I, I didn't really respond to it. And then I, because I'm in a stranger's house and I wake up, you know, again, a couple hours later and she's like texting me like she go, goes, oh, well, I'm going to uh, urgent care because, uh, you know, my ear is killing me. So and then she again, she gets up and leaves me alone in her place, goes to urgent care. About seven in the morning, I showed myself out. Do you? OK, this kind of sound. I hate to play detective. Not really. I kind of like it. But um, it. Almost sounds to me like she is seeing someone who won't give her a whole lot of attention. So she had you come down and go on a date so she could get attention. And then that person wants attention. So that's where she went for those hours. Cause, and you, you then comes back and you then know. says she, like, it just. Seems weird. You know what I found? If I had to guess what happened. You know what I found was suspect, though? And I, I didn't hit me till tonight when I was thinking about, you know, what we're going to talk about in this podcast. Was during the opening act, she went up and went to the bathroom and she was gone for like half the opening act, which lasts about 20 minutes. So she was gone about, about 10 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And she gets back and the host brought a tequila drink for her. And it was just like, it's on the house. I'm like, oh, what's that about? Oh my God. She went, she went with that host into the bathroom. They made out in the bathroom. stall, and then she's like, yeah. okay, I got to hook up with you later, but I got to go home first. And then I can skedaddle out of there because I have to like, at least let my guest go home and, you know, sleep there because his kids are there and blah, blah, blah. And, does this sound ridiculous? No, not, not, not that we're breaking it down like this. I'm like, oh, my God. I watch a lot of forensic files. You know, and, like, and then this happened. You know, and so I felt, I felt bad that, um, you know, whatever, she was feeling bad or whatever. So the next day I, I like, sent flowers like, hey, sorry, the date didn't turn out the way you wanted. Um, but. Hey, no, she no, no, sent no, no hard, flowers. no hard feelings. No, but she said thank you. The flowers are beautiful, but I haven't heard from her since. Ghosted because she has been now dating that host that gave her a French right. kill shot. Well, he was he was kind of a cute young buck, so that's, that's fine with me. Oh, hey, long and long, they, she's happy, and they live in the same city, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Just cross town. <laughs> but that's, if there's I, any uh, other crazy broads out there, MJ is available. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly, att- 
She said that in the middle of the show. She was just like, you say you like crazy girls. Well, I happen to know I am crazy. I'm like, oh, okay. Great. Did you go, great, you're just great. my type. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Absolutely proved it. You should just start telling me. I would have had at more. This point, at this point, you should just start like having a better attitude about it and just start telling jokes back to them when they say yeah. some shit like that. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go see Mark. We'll go see Mark in Vegas when he comes there. Yeah. And, uh, I'd rather go to Vegas than Phoenix. And that's, and I'm from Phoenix, but I'd rather go. You know, downtown area of Phoenix isn't bad. No, it is really cool downtown. Quite honestly, like they've done a lot down there. They've made it. There's a lot of cool restaurants down there. No, no offense. It's, what I hate about Phoenix is the traffic is god awful. I don't want to be down. I don't want to be down there driving around. I would rather deal with Vegas traffic. Yeah. So, uh, what else happened this week? Elon Musk um, apparently bought Twitter for forty-four billion dollars. Billion. With billion. A with a B. Whoa. So. Uh, um. Here's my thing. Here's our take and. I think, like, the left shouldn't get all out of sorts about this. You know, I think we have bigger issues. And I think the left should stop focusing on the small shit. Like, the, the yeah, like, oh, oh, God, like, because this is the biggest cry I hear is, like, oh, God, Elon Musk is... um. He bought Twitter, and so now he's going to allow Donald Trump to come back on. Good. Let him. Because you know what? People haven't heard from that orange monster in a while, so they've forgotten how bad he is. Let him come back on Twitter and start his bullshit so we can all be like, oh, yeah, this is why we voted your fucking ass out. You know? Let him come on there. It's it's kind of funny how the guy who... Uh, made his name investing in electric cars. Let's get this straight. Investing. He did not. He did not come up with the technology for the Tesla. There was two other guys that came up with technology, what? but what? he Wait invested. So you're telling me that he, he's not the inventor? He's not the inventor. But if it wasn't for his investments, Tesla would have never gotten off the ground. <laughs> Which is truth be told here. You know, and I'm not bagging on Those are not Elon. my issues with Elon. My issues with Elon is I think he has a lot of nerve going on Twitter and making fun of women's appearances and women's bodies when you are growing a nice set of bitch tits, dude. I saw a picture of you recently where you were even in a suit. And I could see your titties coming in. So I don't want to hear you bad mouthing women oh, on see, their bodies. See like now, I'm sick of hearing about it. See now you're from somebody. Now you're I'm gonna body shame him because he's doing right, it to women. Right. And you're body shaming and this is free speech, so he can't get mad at us. Yeah, I, don't I, get I think, mad at me for calling out your bitch tits. I think I'll have the have the Trump lizard, you know, make comments about him and mm-hmm. see if see if he see, see if Trump lizard gets banned from Twitter. Because wouldn't that be ironic? And then here's a right. And then here's my second beef with Mr. Musk. 
So I don't know if you remember this, but I remember this. I remember, okay, I remember when he came out with this statement. I did not know about what the backup thing was because I thought it just kind of died once. I thought he killed the argument with this statement. A while ago, he came out, he said, if anyone can give me a bullet point effort on how to end world hunger... And I think he was saying, like, I will, I would be willing to donate $6 billion to end world hunger if you could give me the bullet points on what I would need on how to do this and get it done and taken care of. So I remember hearing that part. I'm not quite clear on the numbers. So I thought it died with that because I was like, well, maybe no one can. Update. Somebody did. Somebody gave him a bullet point proposition, a, a business like model on how to conquer world hunger in step by steps. And he was like, no, I'm good. So it's like so and that and that would have costed what the six billion but you have forty-four billion to buy a social well, media company, but you can't it's, cure it's for, world hunger, and you knew that you could. It's for free speech, though. You know. And, we, and, okay, so so then so then I just want to say, like, I'm all for freedom too. Who I I feel how free I am every day when I see millions of people wearing their flag shirts in the country in which I live in. Doesn't that just tell you how free you are? Okay. So it's okay to allow people to starve when you know and you've said that you want to conquer that problem if you had help figuring out how to do it as long as you can say whatever you want. Well, that's yeah. that's a real human there. That's like a real human. And I'm not saying you, that I'm not saying that it's his responsibility to end world hunger, but he's the one that fucking brought it up. No, I didn't bring yeah. it up. I'm not sitting there accusing him. I didn't like go after and attack him and say, "Dude, you're buying this when you could do this." These are things that he actually said and proposed at an earlier time. Well, free speech doesn't mean you have to follow through on it. I guess not. It just means you can say things that sound great. Yeah. Like, make America great again. Yeah, hey, what? Sounds great. Not really going to do it. Like, that's the thing. It, getting off course just a little bit about the whole make America great again, because it's like most of the boomers that fell for that, and they always talk about how um, we want to take stuff back to the 1950s. If we're going off of boomers' ages, weren't they like children? Like, everybody's childhood was great, unless you grew up in a really shitty household, but it's like... Everyone's childhood was great. Well, not everyone's, because in the 50s, we still had a lot of civil rights issues that had to be addressed. Like, no, a lot of people didn't really have, like, okay. No. We're having a little bit of technical. No, wait, 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 w